The Lady Dukes return to action this weekend at Bridgeforth Stadium. I'll, I'll do my I best. I like that any time you talk about JMU, it's always in the guise of Mike Schickman. That is just who <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. Mike Schickman lives rent-free in my head. That's your childhood, man. I, get, I feel you. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast, everyone. This podcast is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers. We talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on Twitter uh, at the Wheel Route. We have a website www.thewheelroute.com. At oh, man, really botching it this today. It's been it's been a week. It's been a week. Let me tell you, we miss we miss Wheel an Route. Episode. This is what happens. Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address, uh, and you can get the show. Um, all over the internet, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the, the, the Google Pod Center, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, my name is Logan Whitehouse, the, and I'm on Twitter at Logwan the Dawn, where, you know, I've been known to get after it occasionally on the tweeters. It's been a while, but uh, yeah, sitting here in Seward, Florida, it's beautiful. Um, having some, some early fall, uh, purporting to be a cold front this weekend coming through. I'm talking highs in the low 70s on Saturday. It is going to be delightful. Really excited to bust out the parkas, make it rain, um, things of that nature. But yeah, who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am back in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, Virginia, where we're enjoying some lovely autumnal football weather these days. Uh, we had a wind advisory last night, made that made made it through that unscathed. Did you have a derecho? No derechos? No derechos. It's not ah. derecho season, but it is cozy boy season. Um, <laughs> I, I would also posit that we are dang near peak foliage season here in the valley. Things, things are getting close. Uh, the hues are doing their thing. Um, the leaves are looking, looking nice. So it, it's a good time to maybe hit up Skyline Drive. Or, you know, just your favorite park. Check out the leaves if you're into that sort of thing. I'm on Twitter.com, at Jordan, where I tweeted a nice thing about Dr. Robert and I today. So, not, I not I saying I'm it. a hero, but personal growth is important. That was, that was very, very mature of you, Jordan. Right, I was very impressed. above the board of me, yeah. I think. Uh, my name is Jason Freck. I am also as I have been in the friendly city of Harrisonburg. Uh, where yeah, I think it's, it's, it's sweater weather, I think is the right way to say it. It's, it was chilly today. I tossed on the, uh, I tossed on the, what's, what's UNC's pattern called? Paisley, is that Paisley? No, no, Paisley things. Argyle, Argyle. Thank you. I tossed on the oh, Jason, Argyle you sweater went, today. You want Argyle sweater today. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a strong look. It's, Big, a, it's like one of my guy. favorite sweaters, so comfy. Um, I hold on. Hold on. Things hold on. is okay. what? It, what is? I'd like to find out more about this argyle sweater that we're going with. Is it? <laughs> I wish crew neck. I we wish it weren't up in my room. Crew huh? neck or V neck? Crew neck or V neck? V neck. You go. You go yeah. shirt underneath. Yeah, just black black t shirt underneath. And what not color this is black t shirt? <laughs> well, huh? I, mean, I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to hold that against you. What, what, what color is it? 
It's purple. Oh, go Dukes. Yeah. All right, carry on. I was just just curious. I'm just painting a picture here. It's a podcasting visual medium. I agree. I agree. Um, I tweet things at Jason Crick from time to time, uh, mostly uh, anger at useless owners and commissioners. It's like 80% of them nowadays. Of which Uh there are many. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I never run out of ammo. So, you know, pretty easy gig if we're being honest. So, yeah. Tune in. (laughs) All right. Uh, Excellent. Um, Really Emily, dialed in tonight. This is going Emily, great so far. Emily is still still not with us. Uh, one day she'll make her vaunted return. She is alive. Pod. Let's point that out. Yeah, she is. Yeah, uh, alive and kicking. <clears throat> uh, she's actually vacated into the. In, she's she's skirted off into the bedroom to. Uh, <laughs> that's the wrong. That's the wrong use of that word. She's vacated the premises to allow me to pod here, uh, in the office, where where the deals are struck. And I often watch golf videos and grip my clubs at my desk during conference calls. So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Never do that. Um, all no, right. What do we, what are we drinking tonight, boys? Uh, for me, it's, it's old trusty. It's a cranberry lime polar fresh mm. case in the fridge. Things are looking up. Excellent. Boys, it's been a, it's been a gin and tonic kind of week. Oh, Jason, a little home G and T. Yeah. Don Draper himself over here. I didn't crack open the strange monkey gin. I should have. It's just Tanqueray tonight. It needed to happen. Okay. Nothing wrong with a little Tanqueray. Yeah. The gin from St. Augustine Distilling Company is really good, too, if you see yeah, it around. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really good gin. I should say strange monkey is from uh, Silverback Distillery in Nelson right. County. Correct. Shouts out to the to the home the hometown. That's out to Route 151. Love it. Yep. All right. Uh, I have... Jordan, a passion fruit de croix, splash of cranberry juice in there to spice things up. Shout out to you for leaving a, a, a treasure trove of snacks and um, beverages here. Yeah, forgot forgot to put the bubbly waters in my checked luggage. Right. Because <laughs> that would have gone really well. For sure. And uh, you forgot uh, a lot of pistachios that I absolutely yeah. annihilated in I'm less than 24 hours. Really. Glad you did. Really excited about my pistachio consumption over the past couple of days. Play a protein, uh, so it's healthy. Some jerky, some jerky too. I used the jerky to scrape some of the cheese leftover cheese dip out of the tub. Out of um, the cup. In, in in an absolute savage move. That's an, that, that's an uh, incredible sentence that you just said out loud. Yeah, well, it's I I was just you know I was hungry, man. I'm in there. I was like, oh. hungry. And then I saw this bag and I was like, oh dang, Jordan left these pistachios and some jerky here. <laughs> then I was looking in the fridge. I was like, oh, there's some cheese dip. I could consume this with no cheese. Chips. Uh, so how am I going to get this cheese dip into my gullet? And that was by using, you know, a nice, a, a good, one of the big pieces of jerky yeah. as a chip. And uh, definitely, Honestly, like we may, you may have stumbled upon a great, a great like convenience store, gas station snack. Oh. Package. keto keto lifestyle yeah we can market this as part of the keto lifestyle <laughs> yeah like like uh jerky like jerky nachos slim jim they do yeah. like the the beef and cheese sticks but if you want like if you want a, a dipping yeah. experience jerchos ah oh. we'll, we'll workshop the name a little workshop bit. the name that sounds potentially like a racial that, that sounds potentially like an ethnic slur we're not gonna yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna go with that <laughs> I don't know who that's, that's offensive Seattle to. Seahawks no, it's got to be offensive to somebody. Correct. <clears throat> all right. Well, so yeah, scrub that. Scrub that from the podium. We might have actually all made ourselves a million dollars. Uh, we'll get Seven Eleven on the on the horn here. 
Yeah, I know a let's, guy. Let's brand this thing. Looking forward to the uh, the Union Bacon Trust Center becoming the uh, the 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 Jercho Center. Podcast. Jer- Jercho <laughs> Boys, <laughs> the Jercho Boys Center. <laughs> you guys see these Island Boy characters on the gram? Unfortunately. Oh man! Wow, Jason, it's a troubling content really coming out. But there's some funny memes uh, adjacent. The, the fishing, the fishing uh, memes that are adjacent have been yeah. making me get. The youths are in trouble these days. Yeah. Oh no! By definitely, large. big time trouble. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Well, let's check in here, Jordan. Glad you made it back to the Berg, Jordan. Fresh off a visit down here to the seven seven two. Jordan and I played a strong amount of golf in a three day so span. A large so amount. There's so yeah. many, so many grid push notifications. Right. Now, Jordan, uh, you've had some time to digest the weekend. How do you assess your performance? How are we feeling about the new sticks? Any any news and notes, uh, highlights? Yeah, so I would say uh overall, I I have no regrets. Um, I think I think I played about to like obviously not as well as i wanted to the putter let me down again um yeah i felt i felt like i was good up to about green adjacent and on the green and that's where things got a little slippery most of the time um Mm -hmm. love the new irons you know they're they're taking some time to to get used to to learn their intricacies uh to get used to the d4 swing weight that that they were were fit to um so yeah like it it was i think it was definitely more mentally taxing of an endeavor the 90 yeah. holes than it was physically like um but after a few yeah. days away from the game i'm ready to get back after it like i'm ready to go absolutely make me a range rat again correct correct yeah no i would agree with you i think i was more uh just like fatigued like approaching 90 greens over the course of the weekend. Like, okay, yeah. here we go. We got to do this. Let's <laughs> let's focus. Quiet mind, you know, everything going on. I think my ball striking uh, declined a bit over the course of the weekend. I don't know if that was a physical thing or if we also increased, I think, the difficulty of the courses we played over the course we of did. the weekend too, which couldn't have. And the quality I mean, of the course. But and yeah. the quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, shout out to the Florida Club on, on Friday afternoon. It was raining. Um, but I mean, that was far and away my best performance of the weekend. And, uh, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, some, I some like troubling... back nine, back nine of the Florida club, I shot a 39 and I yeah. was like, I was fired up. I was like, all yeah. right, these next three rounds, I'm going to put some numbers on the board. And I did put some numbers on the board, just not the ones I wanted to. Correct. Uh, Jason, you'd be proud of Jordan and I, we waited out some significant rain at the yeah. Florida club on I Friday. I, I was so, I was so tuned in that I asked about it. Uh, yes, yes, you did. Yeah. It was dumping for a bit there, uh, but it passed over. And actually, it was a lovely evening after that. Scoring conditions obviously were way up. We played great down the stretch, so um, you know, shout out there. But yeah, a lot of a lot of fun. Um, you know, we got some we got some work to do. I need to I need to range rat for a little bit and figure some things out with uh, with some irons off the deck here. I'm I'm losing some pops somewhere, and I don't really know uh, what I'm doing wrong. Um, well, actually, I think I do know what I'm doing wrong, so I'm gonna go try to fix it. But we're gonna we're gonna get there. Um, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. So unlike Jordan, I I think I I putted okay. I actually think I putted. I did you not did. put well at the die course, the PGA die course. Neither of us did. That was rough. We were uh, we were we, you know, we were taking that, in. We got, that, we got uh, 
Saturday afternoon. Was that a was that due to the like greens being slippery or that sort oh, of thing? Oh, they were or? slippery. It was a link style course. I think the greens were intentionally slippery. We had some false fronts and some some undulations to deal with. Uh, we were also playing with a we got paired up with a lovely a lovely duo um, that actually lived pretty close to where I'm sitting right now, uh, supposedly, and that was a good time. Uh, always fun to see just see what people are what what people are up to that you just you know show up and play some golf with. Yeah, um, Jason, just just to kind of give you a picture of of who <laughs> who these guys were. It was a father yeah. and son combo. Um, uh-huh. Dad, delightful. Yeah, Derek. son was about as old as I, about as old as us. Dad was probably slightly older than my dad, um, probably closer to seventy. Um, tells us. <laughs> tells us first on thing. The, while we're wi- waiting for the first tee to open up, he he asks us. He's like, "So uh, y'all played here before?" We, no, we haven't. This is our first time. We're excited, you know. It's, it's like, mind talk. you, it's called the Die Course. Yeah, the Die Course right. at PGA. Village, Wonder why? Right? Yeah. Wonder why yeah. it's called that, right? He goes, "Yeah, neither so. have I." And then like we step up to the tee box, get out of our carts, and he goes, "Yeah, I've played all the Die Courses." Like, <laughs> it's like, like, I played, oh, okay. it's like, y'all, y'all ever played a P. Dye course before? <laughs> yeah, I played them all. It's like, I, all right. well, I guess all right, except, wait, for except for this one. Except for this one, I guess. So then he tells us, like, okay, uh, like something, you know, he's talking about his golf game and then he just peppers it in, like, well, yeah, I beat cancer. Like, I'm not scared of this tee shot or whatever he was talking about. We were like, hey, good for you, man. That's great. And like, yeah. Not not two shots into the round. He is just ripping darts, like, just heaters. Yes, just, just heaters down here the whole time. Cancer yeah. did not stand a chance. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, love, lovely guys. Uh, oh yeah, did not like they they were about at our performance level that day, so it wasn't like yeah. we felt bad for dragging them down or vice versa. So yeah. that worked out well, but. Yeah. A real hoot. A real hoot. The son had like a, a Hideki Matsuyama-esque pause at the top of his backswing Ooh. that was very, very jarring to take in the first <laughs> couple times. He also played with a driver that made, like, the most perfect, like, 2004 NCAA baseball game pink when he, like, smacked it. It was nice. just, like, pink, like, so pink. loud. It was, it, was, it was very charming. Anyhow, great time. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah, like putting... It. Putting was not great there, but I think on the whole, I putted really well on that mm. terrible round I played uh, at Jonathan's Landing once I, once I made it to the greens. It was a bit of an adventure <laughs> to and fro getting to the greens. But, hey, you know, we're out here. It was a lot of fun. Shout out to everybody who made it possible. I mean, honestly, Jordan and I played just the two of us three out of the five rounds. Uh, so we made good time, got around, yeah. you know, yeah. covered a lot of ground. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, Jason, looking forward to you being able to come down and, and, and partake soon. Absolutely. By that time, hopefully there's some there's some new silver in the bag. Yeah, I'll have it. I'll have it tuned in. Maybe that's, that's what Jordan and I will do. Is we'll fly out of Richmond in the spring and just get our tune up at Club Champion and then hop on the plane. And just hop on a bird. Just fresh yeah, we'll off. Bring, we'll just Champion. bring Coach Stu with us. Like, yeah, just Coach. come give you. Oh, come give oh, you oh even better. <laughs> Coach Stu has showed up unannounced at a place where I've lived before and stayed <laughs> for multiple days. I don't I don't see a problem with this. So. Yep. Uh, all right. Actually, we'll the, it it's actually more out of character that we would be bringing him. It's more in character for like when we come, we'll come down there without ever talking to him, and then he'll be playing like the Florida Club that day or something like yeah. that. Like, guys, hey. Stu, baby. Hey. <laughs> Hey, can I crash with you guys? Yeah. Yes. You guys need, Absolutely. Do you guys need a fourth? I just I just rolled out here. I was looking for a group. Love it. Um, 
yeah, so anyhow, good times. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been exploring some options, doing a little bit of uh, at-home swinging of the golf club here, trying to figure some things out, TBD on, on some of that. Got to work it out. Got to work it out. Yeah, we got some we got some life changes up ahead that might necessitate a home setup, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It's simulator season. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, just put it in your basement. <laughs> Jordan, did you get that email from like? I'm gonna put it in the panic the... room. I'm gonna put it in the panic room in the attic. Just hit up, hit. It's like 190 <laughs> degrees up there. I'm just hitting bombs, <laughs> just looking out at the screen like, guys, 1.52 smash factor. <laughs> Emily, Jordan. guess what? Emily. Emily. Emily, come up here. Look at this. Toss me up a Gatorade. And if you hear a loud thunk, that's me passing out. Just yank on the rope that I've tied to my foot. Wake me back up, please. Some heat speed training for when I get to play outside again. This is is way ahead of where Bryson's at. (laughs) Jason, are you saying something? I was asking Jordan. I think I got an email from Lakeview today inviting me to join a there's like a wild gambling opportunity at Lakeview on the indoor simulators. Oh, it's like <laughs> you, you it's know like I'm down to sprinkle. So. 50, like fifty bucks oh. to like fifty bucks to play that night, and then there's like it literally like hold on, let me pull up the Instagram post because this is important. Okay, this is what our reader, this is what our listeners want to hear. So I know right. Well, know they, how to get they like to know to about our comings and goings right. on on the uh, entertainment front. Winter Simulator League 2021, uh, two-person teams, $50 buy-in per team. Okay. Time slots at six and eight. Two-man's cap, two-man captain's choice, six-week league. Uh, optional $10 cash. It says Sklin's pool. I think, <laughs> I think that's just a typo. <laughs> so optional $10 cash skins pool each night. Pay out and gift cards at the coach. What, what night of the week is this? Uh, Wednesdays and Fridays. Oh, Time well. slots at six and eight. Dude, I'm I'm down if you're down. <laughs> so we'll we'll <laughs> sideboard this. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to glance at the old basketball calendar here in a second. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that sounds like that sounds like a great time. I mean, to be honest, yeah. really, really, especially best. like I bet those simulators like it's like, hey, tonight's Augusta night, or like this is TPC Sawgrass night. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll take a glance. Like we're not going to put the damn peak nine on the simulator. And like, all right, you guys, on the simulator tonight. You guys got to go out and play Mountain Six. Come up the mountain. We twenty grand for a guy to come out and fly this with a drone and create a <laughs> digital terrain model that we could upload to the simulator. Yeah, the worst of like spending of twenty growing, grand ever. Growing greens properly. Yep. <laughs> Anyhow, hey, seriously though, if you guys need a guy with a drone to fly and create a DTM, I'm your guy. I'm just, okay. Just, no, I know a guy. I can we can hook it up. I'll send over the contract works. Um, um Logan, I, I shipped the grips today. Ah, so shipping grips, ripping we're, lips. We're counting Love down, it. counting down until the, the new sticks are in the bag. I'm stoked for you. Jordan was Jordan was like a little he was just like a little kid on Christmas. We were like, you know, just Christmas boys just yep. opening our oh, opening so our could, things. Could not bust Show, them out of the travel case Show. quickly enough. <laughs> Throwing them off. Jason, you'll be happy to know the I did not see. Uh, the covers, the iron covers <laughs> inside of my house. Uh, it was good. No, Proud Jordan kept, kept them to the, he kept them to the confines of his bedroom. So Proud that's, of, good. Proud of. that's a big step for you. I still <laughs> think you should have busted him out for, for Dave on Sunday. I think that would have been very funny. Oh, for uh, Mike. Yeah. So or Mike, sorry. like, well, I, I don't know if Logan shared this bit of information <laughs> with you, but like first, first tee box, we, 
we get up there and Mike's like, Jordan, I'm gonna let you go off first. I want to know what I'm dealing with here. And I was just Smart. like, it's a right. veteran move. Yeah, it's a veteran whatever. Move. whatever. You got us on here. This is your club, <laughs> your home course. Yeah, I will go. This first. is right after the Ranger drove by and told me to tuck my shirt in. Yeah, uh, which was like, no, told like Mike, six... told Mike, tell that young man to tuck his shirt. Yes, in. yes, that's what happened. <laughs> And, and let, mind you, like six inches of the absolute back of my shirt were untucked. Like yeah. everything else was tucked in. I did not have an untu- I did not have an untucked shirt. I'm not a savage. Uh-huh. Anyhow, wild. Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah. So I get up, <clears throat> first hole, <laughs> hit hit just a beautiful little left to right cut drive off the left edge of the fairway. Yeah. Bet, get a good kick right. I'm I'm in the left half of the fairway, and like Mike just like doesn't say anything. He gets up, <laughs> he gets up, hits a drive. Right side of the fairway. He's Gucci. Logan tees off. We go. Smokes it way right. We go find mine. <laughs> yeah. Smoke my second shot way left. We go find that. Yeah. yeah. So we get to my ball, and I'm a little bit behind Mike, and like I, I thinned, <laughs> I thinned my pitching wedge a little bit, but I just stuffed it to like six feet, and. And you I see him, he's like 50, he's like 50 yards away and he just looks over and just like <laughs> just starts shaking his head. Just so I just kind of put my hand guy. up like it's not personal, Mike. I promise. <laughs> like not, nothing against you. So then he stuffs his wedge inside of mine, and oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure it like nicked off. my ball because I, I think heard the a balls. Click. I think the balls hit. Yeah, like, yeah I heard a was... click, and I think it kicked mine out a little bit more. So I was away. <laughs> I ended up missing the the like eight foot birdie putt and after that it was all a catastrophe on the, <laughs> on the scorecard but just it, that, it's worth that, like i think i think our listeners deserve some background this is the guy that on jordan and i's last trip down to florida he decided to give both of us a full stroke full stroke and a then hole. yeah, a stroke, yeah, a stroke yeah. A hole. We, we played righties versus lefties and he gave the yeah. te- he gave team righties a stroke a hole and jordan just absolutely played his balls off and, and jordan and, what, what did you, you shot like 83 on his something like I that shot 84, 82 yeah. i think yeah. for oh, wow. for a net 64 yeah <laughs> not bad and i i was on <laughs> i was on his team and played like b-hole and he was uh displeased with the handicap setup <laughs> he was just mfing jason up and down <laughs> while at the same time so mad at jordan's <laughs> performance but yeah good times really really good great times, times. Yeah. i had a, a couple so clutch i'm glad clutch. i mean you I are like, like Public enemy number one to him for the rest of our lives. I'm very excited right. about that. No, it was yeah, fun. It's it's goal. cool. He fired a 68 on us. We, I was we gonna say Logan course. did tell me what he shot on you guys. Which yeah, is... this is the most effortless. Like, what what did you end? It was kind of like playing with Nick. I was like, I yeah. know you're close to par. What did you end up shooting? Oh, 68. Yeah. Casual 68. Yeah. No big deal. Sick. Right. Uneventful. All right. Anyhow, great weekend. Good times. We have Jason. so much. We have so much college football to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So. um not the most eventful weekend of college football, which was good that we you know played played too much golf and and missed a lot of it. Uh, there was I don't think there we was picked... some there was a bunch of like in game craziness. Yeah, there were some weird things that happened. Uh, notably, Penn State lost to Iowa in nine overtimes in a game that's final yeah. score was twenty to eighteen, um, which is something certainly. Um, See, this, this is what I mean by, like, there was a lot of, like, if, yeah. you, were, if you were riding the Twitter timeline during the games, yes, outstanding, great Saturday of football. Right, right. So that's why it was good that we were. Um, did, I mean, did you have any other notes? Maybe we can quickly run through the games we picked that uh, 
You know, the boys did not have their best weekend yet again. Uh, Jason did. Um, Jason. Speak, speak for two of the people on this the, podcast. The Florida um, boys. The Florida boys did yeah. not have the, their best weekend. Uh, but, hey, shout out to you, Jason. Would you go 4-1? 4-1 and one? Four and one this week. 4-1. and one. Jason takes yeah. the lead. Has to take the lead, right? Yeah, so Jason is now uh, first overall, 21-19-0. Logan, you are second place, 19-21-0. I have 16-24-0 after my second 0-5 showing. Second. Mm. Again, it's a good thing I don't tell these bad boys in real life. (laughs) God, nobody's listening. I thought we were were doing well this year and things have – We've had a bit of a mid-season lull here. Still a lot of um, ball left to be played. Yeah, you're right. Good point. So the lowest, the lowest winning percentage in podcast history is 36.0 for a whole season. For an entire that was season. me. That was that me was two years ago. Logan two years ago when he went 29-53 and four. 29-50. Yeah, I started panicking though. Yeah, to be there, fair. there was some. There were some stabs. I, <laughs> there I were some expecting. hail marys. I mean, you have to get out there and, yeah. and try to get some W's against the team. So I don't know why. Distance. So Jordan, you're at you're at 40 percent right now. So. Yeah. There's time I mean, to bat, turn it around. Batting 400 will get you in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. exactly. It'll also make you go bankrupt if you gamble for it's it at 400. But. Anyways, uh, yeah, so um, let's see. Coastal App State on Thursday was – or Wednesday was fun oh, yeah. as hell. Um, we watched a little bit of that. Yeah, we, that we were live podding during that one. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, let me take a quick run through here. Uh, Navy put a scare into Cincy. Uh, yeah, Kansas Navy, a, who is like one in six, right? Not yeah. good Navy. As a bad Navy team, put a scare into Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati, big time sleepwalk team this year. Like, uh, yeah, they they smash the people they need to smash, and then when they don't think about it, they do this. But hey, they're still number two. So uh, Kansas put a very real scare into Oklahoma. They did. I don't want to talk about that. Um, let's see. Uh, Alabama womp Tennessee pretty good. Got yeah. a little, Illinois, little Illinois spicy Penn State Nick Saban played. after that what? game too. Huh? Uh, we got Nick Saban, not not necessarily chirping, but just like I'm yeah. very happy we beat Tennessee. Yeah, well. he was he was said they played a great game. I don't know, it might be the end of an era. He's not angry about everything anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this is one of those games where it was like I think tied like midway through the second quarter, and everyone's like, huh? Eh? Eh? And then Alabama yeah. just no, Alabama you know, just 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 sat on just pulled away and and was very good. Bryce Young. Uh, it's going to be very, he's, he's going to be a, a draft pick in the yeah. top three. He's going to be annoyingly he, great. He looks really, really good. He's just so poised. Um, and you know, even if Alabama isn't, you know, running guys wide open as maybe with the same percentage that they did last year, uh, they've got a really good quarterback to deal with that. He moves well and he moves really well without like actually really moving to run a whole lot. I mean, if it's kind of one of those things where if he moved to run a little bit more, um, I think they'd be super, super dangerous. And maybe they just, maybe it's the Clemson thing where they're kind of sitting on that a little bit until they <laughs> maybe need it for a playoff run or, or yeah. a Georgia or a Georgia game or something like that. But um, yeah, so shout out to Bama. As um, always. I'm trying to stay away from our pick games. I don't know if we want to run back through those or not. <coughs> we can, um, let's, yeah, we can run through them real quick. And, and yeah, I'm trying to it. see if there's any non-pick games that were fascinating. What about Virginia? Virginia Georgia Tech shootout just like everybody predicted at the beginning of the year. Yep. Um, we actually watched all of this. Most yeah. most all of it, yeah. Yeah, most all of it. We 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 tuned in. Um Jason, have you caught much of the Who's this year? Uh not as much as I want to. They seem fun it's as like, all get out. 
it's super fun. There, yeah. I mean, defense aside, I mean, frustrating <laughs> on the defense, but I mean, we're playing some. There's some points getting scored, and there's some dudes on that offense that can go get the ball. I mean, it, it's it's super impressive. Like the and <laughs> uh, Jordan, what were you saying? Like UVA does just enough, like. I don't know, gadgety bullshit to just kind of like keep you interested, but then also like uh I don't know, kind of <laughs> kind of just puts it on you in like this uncut air raid kind of thing. Yeah. And then their running plays, they actually I think they run just enough that their running plays are fairly effective. Like they don't really try to establish the run. Right. So they to take, speak, they take what's given. They kind of throw one in there every now and then. And it always seems like it's kind of like, oh, that was a, that was a spicy little 11-yard game. Yeah, there's just a like sneaky a, nine yards. They right? run like this weird speed draw, like almost like it's like a – it gives you like a counter action, but it's like a straight speed draw. The quarterback just like hands it to the running back and bails out really fast. And and I don't know, for, for whatever reason, they they can kind of crease the defense on that play, at least Georgia Tech's defense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they it was a lot of fun. Defense, defense stood strong. We had some – uh, onside kick shenanigans at the end of this game. Little, oh, yes. Have some questions to ask about Virginia's uh, preparation for the onside kick uh, going forward, and or maybe Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has the best onside kick kicker in the history of the universe. But this man was putting perfect onside kicks like directly at the ten yard line, and Virginia wasn't even attempting to catch the ball. Like yeah, I, I, there needs to be some sort of like go get the ball. I mean, in 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 what sport are you taught to just let the ball come to you? You know. I, I don't know. Maybe baseball. I don't know. I don't know how baseball works. Uh, certainly <laughs> not in soccer. Very, you're very distinctly supposed to charge a ground ball. All Definitely ground not in, 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 yeah. So anyhow, maybe if you're, if you have to shoot a three, you need to wait for the ball to get there. Um, but uh, anyhow, I, I just, uh, there were some questions there, but that made for, that made for a nice little bit of intrigue at the end of that game. But uh, Brandon Armstrong having a hell of a year out here spending it. Brandon for Heisman. Let's go. Don't they have the don't they have like the biggest chunk play rate in the country or something yeah, like that? I mean, they yeah, I mean like most explosive plays yeah, by like, a lot in the yeah. country. Yeah, uh, it's a, they have like 60 explosive plays, and second is like Alabama at like 34 or something. Yeah, like that. and yes. I think I think the distance between Virginia and Alabama is the same distance as like Alabama at number two and whoever's in like number 40. Right. So yeah, it, it, there's a gap there. Just like we all predicted. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's finally happening. Um, we can run through pick games if we want. I watched Let's part of a good chunk of them. Yeah, so uh, Syracuse, Virginia Tech. Yeah. This, <laughs> this finished uh, in a in a late score Syracuse win, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, Virginia Tech was uh, up nine with two and a half minutes left. And lost in and regulation. Lost the game with 20 seconds left on the clock. <laughs> Well, I'm that, just like a, I'm just like a generic 45 yard. Do that. Yeah, guy, guy just, guy just smoked a dude up the sideline, or I guess it was a slot go. I don't remember exactly, but love a little sluggo, you know. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it was it was a four bird situation that puts pressure on a. It might have been, yeah. On a, you know, on a on a Virginia Tech's attack. It was something you could, defense, if you will. If you will, uh, it was something you could kind of see coming. Oh uh, yeah. well. Shame. Yeah. Also, Syracuse, not as bad as I think we all sort of assumed they were going to be, but yeah. probably an excusable loss for the Hokies. So. Uh, I think that's – so Virginia Tech has Duke remaining on the schedule, and there's a good chance that's the only game they're favored in the rest of the way. 
Yeah, I saw, dude, they right go now, to FBI Georgia, they go has to Georgia Virginia Tech. as like a 73% chance to win that yeah. game against Yeah, Virginia which is Tech, just the worst. Which is just I terrible. Hate I, yeah, I, I hate really this already. strongly dislike that. Can't wait for it to be like hailing sideways during that game, inexplicably. Where is it? in Charlottesville, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. right. So, Blacksburg weather in Charlottesville today. I mean, Virginia Tech's on the right road now. for four of their last five. Oh, oh so they can... So. They can they can uh, tarmac old JF maybe tarmac him do <laughs> it <C-H-O>. <laughs> <laughs> C-H-O. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think he's long for this uh, uh, for this job. Well, while while I mean we didn't really touch on it. Um, yeah, but so like Texas Tech is now open. That's the yes. addition to and he yeah is a, he is apparently like a legitimate candidate for that opening um according to some it i i just need you texas tech to wait for him to get fired first okay make virginia tech pay the money they they will cover they will cover the majority of his salary you can pay him next to nothing and he'll still get a little offset language get a little offset language action like don't blow this you have a chance to finesse justin fuente if that's who you want you have a chance to get him for a cheap, cheap price, um, but you have to wait for him to get fired first. And I listen, Virginia Tech, if you wait to the end of the year, Todd Grantham is coming straight off his contract with Florida. It's going to be zero buyout situation there, so you'll be able to kind of work a good deal. You'll probably get him, you know, a real CEO type, Todd Grantham. Yeah, you'll try. You'll home. be able to get, you know, you definitely don't want him calm plays for your team, but he has the chops to coach a ball team. And I, for one, could not endorse a situation more in my life than than that happening. Um, now, obviously, probably not going to happen. They'll hire like freaking. Matt Canada or something, and he'll turn into the best coach of all time. Uh, but you know, that's that's what we're gonna have to cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. For now, I will I will dream sweetly of <laughs> our, our sweet boy Todd Grantham returning to his home, Blacksburg, Virginia, oh, man. Southwestern Virginia, and uh, and 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 coaching him up. So, what's his actual his actual hometown? Uh, I don't know. Oh, he's from Pulaski. Wow. Okay, he's, he's right down birthplace. the birthplace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not from Hillsville. He's he's no Hillsville rube. He's yeah. from Pulaski, baby. I mean, Pulaski is uh, what? That's like fifteen minutes down the road at most. Who knows? Anyhow, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Matt Wells out of Texas Tech. I mean, admittedly, haven't paid really a whole lot of attention to Texas Tech for the past couple of years. They were not like Owen seven. I mean, it seemed a little bit interesting. Did maybe he lost the locker room, guys? Who knows? But. Yeah, it could have been just like a case of he was just not a good fit and like was not right. winning enough to kind of mask that awkwardness. Yeah. So, yeah, they were a five and three, man. Exactly. Harsh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. had told me before the year that Texas Tech was going to be five and three, I would have been like, cool, good for them. Great yeah. year. Bounce back. Sounds like, sounds like a Texas Tech season. Uh, on, on the way up. So, man, I can't imagine moving to Lubbock. Oof. I mean, listen. I talk. I talk wild trash about the Blacksburg area, but I mean, come on. It's it's fine. I, I grew up in Harrisonburg. I know. I know the area. The All right. River there's, is there's, delightful. There's some, there's some good things. Good things happened in there. A lot. A lot of good things. Uh, uh, you know, and people, and you know, topography. Uh, in I don't think you're getting a whole lot of that in Lubbock, but you are in Texas, so maybe that's where you want to be. All right. Let's keep it moving. What's the next game? 
Uh, Oklahoma State at yeah. Iowa State. Ugh. This was the stinky line that I <laughs> I decided yeah. not to fade, and I double crossed myself as well. <laughs> double crossed. This is my only win. I think uh, so. It was you know, yes. Shout out to me for not double crossing myself. For we single are crossing very proud myself. of me. Um, yeah, not much to say here. I mean, I I still don't understand the line. Iowa State did win though. Iowa State yeah. did win. Uh, so down goes undefeated Oklahoma State. Uh, we had one of the worst taunting penalties of all time That's in correct, this game. Yeah. Uh, Iowa State running back like merely looked over his shoulder. You know, Did maybe like half, an, a, half a high step, half a That's high it. step. And I believe we had a, a quote from the refs after the game. No, Matt, Matt Campbell was told by a ref during the game that the player, quote unquote, taunted with his eyes, uh, which, which is awful. Is just, that's, that's, that's I mean, gotta I, be, that's a new low. That's pretty bad. Matt Campbell was so mad. He was the definition of apoplectic during this, during this As game. Well, he lost he his mind. You know, yeah, he was mad. Um, I was talking to someone, I was like, they should have just walked off the field. They should have just taken the team and walked off the field. Like, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, they should have done that. They won the game. Anyhow, um, potentially would have covered if they if the touchdown was allowed. Who knows? Who knows? Bad beat for Jordan. Yeah, well, there were a lot of those. They were all, <laughs> they were all bad beats. Yeah, terrible beats. <laughs> uh, not much else to say here. I think both these teams are, are good. I just, you know, someone had to win. And yeah, we had to pick the game because I chose it to be picked. Um, uh, LSU at Ole Miss was next. Did not see a minute of this. Yeah, didn't catch much of this. It seemed like a, it was a little spicy there in the first half, and then Ole Miss just kind of pulled away. Um, LSU is in a situation I saw this week that uh, Coach O has announced they don't have enough players to practice. They don't have enough healthy players to, like, full-on practice hmm. right now. Uh, a lot of injury concerns there. Um on Coach O's victory lap. Uh, don't know who they're playing this week. Not that it matters, probably. It's worth but, pointing uh, out uh, Ole Miss scored 31 unanswered in this. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss did not give up, like, 300 yards rushing on the same play in the second half of this game. So. LSU's fine. They go to Alabama this week. So. Oh. No, <laughs> no, they have a bye first. Oh, they so they're off in the, Yeah, you're right. They have a bye. And then they so they Alabama. get to heal up. And then maybe get a practice or two in before yeah. playing. Well, the good news is Alabama also has a bye, so they will be healthy for that game as well. So, Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, we get a true test to see which of these teams are better. Yes. Yep. Speaking right. of teams that are truly better, mm. Clemson at Pitt. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, this one was not as close as the score indicated. Yeah. Hate there was, for Dabo. I watched Clemson. most of this game. At no point did it feel like Clemson was going to win. Yeah, not good. Clemson's just not good. They're, they're not, not good. Not doing it. Not doing it they, this year. They're taking uh, a year off. Uh, DJ got benched in this game and then came back in later. It's a, it's a it's a big mess. It's a they huge mess. Brought in a quarterback. Listen, does I, does Clemson have two more difficult quarterback names to pronounce than is there has there ever been a team that has two quarterbacks that like I have no the guy they brought in I have no idea how you even pronounce that and I'm not trying to be like uh, xenophobic here I'm just saying wild wild names out of the out of the Clemson quarterback room so didn't expect that um, so anyhow the yeah, big they, quarterback got did get benched uh, they I'm sure they have like, a five star waiting in the wings um, they looked like um, <laughs> that they just pure you know, uncut it was awful they. The good stuff. Like Pitt, they, they scored first, and they like took Pitt a little bit to get going, because Clemson still yes. got pretty good defense. Yeah, 
for sure. Uh, like a very good defense. And so like it took a little defense, while to yeah. get going. Um, Otherwise, but, this season would be big trouble for Clemson if their yeah, defense wasn't yeah, they didn't have that stellar. defense, they'd yeah. have like two wins. And uh, But Clemson was kind of moving the ball a little bit. Uh, after halftime, they went, they had like, a, they strung a couple first downs together and then uh, pit, pick six to a shovel pass. It was awesome. And that was that. There was no, <laughs> there was at no point that Clemson feel anywhere in that game after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a real shame that like the downfall of Clemson this year isn't getting more national coverage because I don't know. I find it, I find it kind of likable and charming. It's a great storyline. Listen, the only hear. thing harder than getting to the top is staying on top. Yeah, that's, Nick Saban, that's your, that's your coaching cliche for the day. You're very welcome. Right. At a certain point, you become the mountain that everyone yep. tries to summit. Um, also, what she said. So, I mean, nice. <laughs> Some, some people are saying related what she said at a, at a certain point uh, a certain all right point. but yeah uh, i mean clemson being just completely off the radar is yeah. like i said like i feel like you know it's gonna I don't be jarring do the, like, to see them in like people the aren't talking about they it. are they are just another they are another mm-hmm. middle of the pack acc team along with i think yes. like 17 other acc teams Bienvenidos. This is like what did what did someone say? Wake Forest is it's not that Wake Forest is good. It's that Wake Forest is the canary in the coal mine on if the ACC is having a good year or not. It's like this happens like once every four years where Wake Forest yeah. is like undefeated, eight no Wake Forest. Like yeah, ACC having a tough year because Wake Forest is, is Wake Forest the, never changes. The yeah, ACC just, just fluctuates, just fluctuates on either side. Yeah, yeah, so. That's exactly it. But shout out to them. They put they hung seventy on. Uh, uh, on in 17 minutes of possession. Yeah, yeah. That is remarkable. Yeah, Dan Mullen could never. I mean, <laughs> holy moly. The cloth fence. Cloth fence was out here doing it. Uh, beat up on a service academy. You do hate to see that. but You do hate to see yeah. that. I mean, the service There's academy scored 56 I still think defense. the troops, but. Yeah. I mean, Army's scored 56. Um, I also don't think I saw almost any of NC State Miami. So we can. Ooh, yeah, we can show that. that. We watched a. Uh, uh, a couple, a couple segundos of this one. Well, we saw look ending, like ins- right? Yeah, did not look like an inspired effort. Uh, but uh, Miami pulls one out. Manny Diaz yeah. back, back off the back schneid. Back. Yep. So is he? Do you think? How many wins do you think it takes to save Manny Diaz's job? I just don't know if the administration at Miami is interested in firing him um, as it's much as fun. as much as he probably should be. I think. A lot of people, notable alumni and or football, former football members at Miami would like a change to be made. But um, I don't know. Miami's dealing with some problems that I, I don't think are uncommon. But it, it's they, weird because they – so his first year they went six and seven. Last year they went eight and three and seven and two in the league. Yeah. And then he's immediately on the hot seat. It's a very weird – it's a very weird look. I yeah, know. I think there was a little bit of fool's gold in some of last year's Probably. results. Um, you know, they they kind of Derek kinged their way to some some W's, which is fine. I mean, it's college football. That's how it goes. Can we preserve uh, they did not our have only home? Series now out for the year, um, and they've been playing a freshman quarterback who looks okay. Uh, it just you know, what is that? It's Van Dyke, right? Yeah, yeah they solid. they seem to be a bit underpowered, which is. Curious, and I, I say this as a Florida fan looking curiously at the team that I root for being a bit underpowered and being like, what is going on? Like, how how is this happening? But uh, I don't know. It seems a bit more glaring at Miami um, in the ACC right now. I mean, again, they are a 
completely average ACC team. And that's, they, they, they shouldn't be given probably their relative skill, talent, uh, recruiting advantage. So anyhow. Yeah. All right. So we'll move it to week nine before okay. we make picks. Do we have any, any games jumping out at us? Yeah, speaking to Miami, Miami's at Pitt this weekend. Could get ugly in this one. Could also be uh, the Pitt superpower comes crashing down at the hands of like a, a randomly inspired Miami team on the road. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a nooner is... on the ACC network as well. Ooh, ooh, got the A-team on it. Noon, at Heinz Pitt, Field. Pitts, Heinz Field, Pittsburgh. Uh, Miami might be jazzed to be playing in a, in a full, to see what a full NFL stadium looks like, uh, <laughs> be playing in this game, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I threw this one on there. It might be worth taking a gander if you got nothing going on. Virginia Tech is at Georgia Tech. Um, also a nooner. Also a nooner. Just wanted to throw this one on there because if it goes south for for VPI, we we might we might have a tarmac situation. And uh, I mean, basically at this point, I'm rooting for a tarmac situation. Let's, I forget let's... there's a there is a date during the season when the buyout oh, drops, yeah. and I forget when that is. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's. Let's uh let's see if they hold on. Um, all right, uh, I put this game on here just because I want you guys to know that it's going to happen. Iowa is at Wisconsin in a game that is going to happen. And also, like another I, pick pretty. Regularly. I wish I could have gambled something with you, Logan, and forced you to watch this game. I, I hate Iowa. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, I, 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 like their defense is like kind of, it's kind of fun how somehow they get a bunch of tip ball interceptions on defense. That's the only likable thing about this team at this point. Yeah. And it's not even like a sustainable way to, to it looks like they have like the current present day, 62 year old Elvis Gerbach playing quarterback, like for this team, like they are Spencer Petras is a disaster. Petras. Petras. Petras is, is a disaster. That offense is is just like so ineffective and boring on purpose. I can't stand it. Like Michigan State is like fun and upbeat in comparison to, to freaking Iowa. And that's, that's dark. wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michigan even like does some things. Iowa like attempts to do no things throughout the game and then just yeah, like, I oh, think I think Iowa we got a couple the, short fields. Yeah. They play the perfect brand of football for Rod Gilmore. Like that is right up his alley. It's like no nonsense. Let's be conservative. Let's not upset anybody. And we'll do the football thing. Rod Gilmore, our king. Um, moving on, we have Florida State at Clemson. Uh, you know, check in on this. Florida State has showed some uh, some signs of life of late. Uh, they do the thing where they do a good job of hiding the fact that their quarterback can't throw very well um but they've been able to score some points i think their defenses um has a pretty disruptive defensive end uh edge rusher guy that is worth watching don't know his name sorry about it Knowles fans but uh yeah and and clemson we as discussed they're no good so you know two middle of the road acc teams dueling over the mating rock you know what's gonna happen this game is that clemson though so that might be tough for fsu uh north carolina's at notre dame Notre Dame somehow sneaky back up to number 11 in the rankings. This is primed for the North Carolina team that we were sold over the summer. This is where North Carolina starts to turn it on to build up their rankings for next year when they start the season number six in the country inexplicably. So I, I got my eyes squarely on North Carolina uh, for this one. Okay. Any thoughts? Any, any thoughts there? 
I wanna, well, let's just see how sharp Logan is. Uh, let's take oh, a gander oh. at the line, Logan. Clearly not not that sharp. I'm going to go Notre Dame minus 8.5. Jason, you got a guess you want to throw out there as I search for this? You said 8.5? Yes. I'm going to say Notre Dame by 9.5. It's Notre Dame by 3.5. Wow. Yes. A lot of faith in like the I said, Like I said. So a lot of a lot of folks got their beady little eyes on North Carolina. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, listen, Notre Dame's defense, they'll give up some points now. They don't they don't mind that. Considering they have like a safety who's gonna be drafted like number five in the draft. Uh I you know, it's it's always interesting when this happens. Like when Derwin James was on Florida State and he was just like not good. And it was like, what? How is Routinely he not? How was yeah. he like not good? And it's like, because they just like use him to do stupid things instead of like play a position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They like, try hey. and make him do the whole yeah. defense. It's like, like he plays oh, you're like, our best defender. Yeah. You will be Jabril Peppers. Like, no, you exactly. can't. Only Jabril Peppers can do what Jabril Peppers did at right. those Michigan right. teams. Charles Woodson ain't walking through that door. And yeah. also Jabril, I mean, like, Derwin James, like, they made him play, like, defensive end on third downs. Like, hey, you don't want your best defender <laughs> in the defensive backfield on passing downs. Maybe to, like, playing maybe, the sticks. Maybe just maybe just being out there, roaming, headhunting, you know, trying to pick off a pass. Not targeting. That's all right. Mickey Andrews, one love. Uh, Fresno is at San Diego State. San Diego State's ranked in this game. Fresno... Um, has fallen off a bit. I think they were the darling of the the also-rans in the early season. Uh, could have been because their quarterback just repeatedly got hit by a Mack truck and they finally had to get his carcass off the field. Um, but I don't know. I think this game could be interesting. San Diego State also is like exceedingly big B1G in their approach, and uh, I don't like to see that kind of play. Undefeated so. San Diego State, coached by yeah. who? Uh, Brody Croyle. No, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Brady Hook. Brady, Brady Hook, yeah. Brody. yeah just, just in time Same for idea. a couple of big jobs to come back open and yep. for him to get back in in the national presence. Ah, Virginia Tech football coach, oh, Brady man. Hook. Can you imagine? Just standing, hands on hips on the sideline, not a, not a headset in not sight. Not a headset to be found. <laughs> Talking to nobody. <laughs> just befuddled as to why they're not getting stops and punting. Um, anyhow, all right. Well, that's the, the, the also ran games of the weekend. Could be a little bit of intrigue there. Um, I think there's more like large scale college football storylines in those games. And there is like maybe actual like excitement about the games themselves, but they could have implications boys. It is implications. A lot of landscape impact. All right. Let's get to some picking some games. I, for one, am ready. I'm ready to bounce back. I'm feeling good. Well, the vibes. Let's let's bounce back right away with a nooner in B1G country featuring Brady Hoke's old flame, the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> they are at Michigan State, where the Wolverines are road favorites by four and a half. And Jason gets Ooh. to start. Little, little home doggy situation here, Jason. <laughs> Mel Tucker home dogs. No longer short season in Michigan. I'm I'm being told. Uh, uh, yeah, this feels like where things fall apart for Michigan. So I'll take Michigan State. Um, coming off a bye, I don't love their defense, but they actually score some points. I think they've had a tougher uh, run of schedule than Michigan has. Um, 
Yeah, this feels right. Wait, who, who are you state. picking? Oh, you're just taking state. Got it. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, guys, I went 0-5 for the second time this season last week, so I'm going to take a bit of a different approach. I'm just flipping <laughs> a coin this week for each one of these games. <laughs> Love it. Uh, this, is, this is a gold dollar obtained from one of Harrisonburg's finest car wash uh, establishments. It's got John Adams will represent the head side. The Statue of Liberty will represent tails. Heads okay. will result in me taking the home side. Tails gives me the away team. And I've got tails. So we're on we're on with Team Jordan brand. Let's go Wolverines. <laughs> I I do like that Michigan again. I think when I picked them earlier this season um, in one of our games, I said I like that they know who they are offensively. I still like that, um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't love I don't love either side here. I am excited to see how how this gets nasty. Hopefully we get something like a, a kick six or the backwards punch. The fumbled punt. Yeah. From years ago. Yeah. A oh, different man. kind of kick six. The young um, man broke his leg scoring in the end zone. A wild scene. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sixes Absolute and sevens. scenes. <laughs> so go blue. All Electric say, factory. Go, go blue. Um, yeah. I, <clears throat> I think I believe in Michigan State here. I'm going to take Michigan State. They... They seem like a more like put together team than Michigan. Um, Michigan has been kind of, they definitely run the, just run the football and, you know, things, good things have kind of been happening to them better on defense. I think this will be a low scoring game. Uh, I just don't. Yeah. I think, I think I believe, I believe Michigan state, Michigan has been a little bit more frenetic and um, inconsistent to this point, uh, which is wild to say about these two teams, but uh yeah, a little rivalry situation. I'll go. I'll ride with Krecky on on the uh, the Spartans. All right. Uh, speaking of rivalry situations, Ugh. we've got a bit of a a cocktail party in Jacksonville. <laughs> as Logan grunts in in guttural tones. This is such a perfect no. <laughs> uh, we've got Georgia. We've got Florida. The Bulldogs are listed as the away team. They are. 14-point favorites. So this could be push city, guys. I was pining for at least a push We've been waiting last for week. It. We, we had a this lot of clean have, lines. And this is big 28-14 to 14, uh, energy to it. <laughs> yeah, like, but just, I couldn't even a, buy a push last week. So. A tidy. <laughs> it was what it was. Uh, the John Adams <laughs> golden dollar tells me I'm going with the Gators. All right. Yeah, let's go Gators. <laughs> let's go Gators. Uh <laughs> I have. I also have some reservations here. Gut feeling might have been to go Georgia. Uh, yeah, we've we've seen sassy Dan Mullen in the press conferences. Oof, it's been a long two week. weeks. It's been a long two weeks of Dan Mullen press conferences. And I'm not sure that. that bodes well for uh, the Gators. Uh, some some consternation. Maybe he should just be focusing on coaching the boys up and uh, less less on the microphone sessions but uh you know what it's still go gators i mean listen he's getting asked the questions like i'd probably pop off a little bit too so uh i'm excited to see what like how he attacks that georgia defense yeah i think he's got the brain to definitely like if there's something to untangle or pick on i think he's capable of doing it now whether or not they can get the quarterback figured out 
to where mm-hmm. the quarterback can execute all that picking and untangling is is maybe a different story. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. Uh, I'm going to take Florida as well here. This this screams like Florida comes out and plays well and loses this game by six, and everyone's like, oh, man, it's really close, just like the oh, Alabama man. game. Like, you know, why does Florida play well and still lose against these good teams? And, and then they play like absolute dog turds and lose close games to bad teams. Like, you know, is Florida good or bad? And, and man, that was a really good game plan. Like, I, I just – this has that – feel to it uh florida plays up and down to like an extreme degree to who they're playing in a given week um i am jordan like you said very interested in seeing what goes on with the quarterback situation mullen has been extremely coy about who's going to play and start um he maybe tipped his hand a little bit earlier this week where he was asked if he's going to handle the quarterback situation the same way he has this year and he said not really um but other other than that he also said uh that both we have two quarterbacks and both quarterbacks will play in the game which i think is fine um i'd like to see richardson get more snaps than jones um but yeah i'm excited to see if there is something to exploit on this georgia defense to to date hard to see if there is anything to exploit there and then if they're able to exploit something how long it's available for exploitation, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. This Georgia yeah. defense seems better than last year's. I mean, clearly it's better than last year's, but uh, last year's, you know, Florida picked on Georgia with wheel routes for like the entire second and third quarter of that game before it kind of went away. And Georgia scored some points there at the end. Georgia also like started, they, they played just some random guys, a quarterback in that game too. So I think some of that's a little, uh, weird. Not that Stetson Bennett isn't going to be probably playing for, for them again this year. Um, but yeah, and then, I mean, Florida's defense has had a terrible game against LSU and has been talked about about how bad they are. Big opportunity here against a team that, like, doesn't exactly do anything that exotic to, you know, dig deep and try to make a tackle <laughs> once or twice. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Florida has done an okay job defensively this year. And then they just got absolutely gashed in like to an extreme degree that I was not, you know, even prepared for, um, I guess LSU. So, you know, hopefully the bye week does it well, got some guys healthy. Hopefully, uh, you know, Richardson is, is up to the task and, and able to play. I mean, I, do I think Florida could win the game? Sure. But I mean, I don't really, I don't really plan on it, but I think they could cover 14 in this game. This game notoriously has had some just low-scoring rock fight type games. Um, you know, you get the occasional just whitewashing uh, one way or the other too. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I would hate – I don't think Florida's going to be able to go down 14 nothing like they did last year and and come storming back. In yeah, this that, if that happens, it feels like it's over. Yeah. And I'll admit, it felt like it was over last year. And then they put a good drive together and they got a stop and they put another good drive together. And then it seemed like they they got a few stops against a a bad quarterback with some predictable play calling. And, you know, they kind of took the upper hand then because they had Kyle Pitts and other NFL receivers on their roster. Turns out that helps. It's a nice thing to have. Anyhow, go Gators is, is really where I'm coming from here. Yeah. I mean, the smart thing to do here is take Georgia and ride yeah. them ride sure. until they buck you off. But I do think that 
everything you've said makes sense. I think that this Florida team has enough talent that's stewing on that shameful display at LSU um, probably helps them a little bit. I do think that that Dan Mullen's enough of a uh, an out there thinker that he can the hacker Dan the hacker. Yeah. I, I think he's gonna like you said. I think he's gonna have to. Um, I think he's gonna have to probably think of a couple things to work because yeah, I I, uh-huh. I think the biggest advantage this Georgia defense has had so far is that they adjust as well as any college defense I've ever seen. Like yes. if something works against them once, yes. maybe they take twice, it away. It's they take it not going to work right. anymore. Yeah, we saw Auburn and, have Kentucky, Auburn both had like a single drive where they just oh, went we down, found this thing went down the field and did some things, you know, and it was like, oh, cool. Yep. So I think he's going to have to find a few, but if anybody can do that, it feels like it's him. Um, at least anybody who can do that and has the talent to pull it off, it sure. feels like it's him. Um, so I I don't think Florida upsets Georgia, but I yeah. – I think 14 is probably a smidge too high for me to just feel comfortable taking Georgia until they, until they fall off. So I will, I will take the Gators. Would love to have the stinky, this would love to have the stinky Georgia game this weekend. That would be nice. We haven't had that yet this year. Georgia always has this, Georgia always has a stinky game where they just, you know, lose to Ryan Helinski and South Carolina, just like out of nowhere. Like what happened there guys? They lost yeah. to Will Muschamp, South Carolina, randomly. That was like two years ago. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And now, now Will's helping him avoid stinky games. <laughs> circle of life. All right. Uh, speaking of the circle of life, mm-hmm. Ole Miss at Auburn. <laughs> Got I, – I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, – I understand. Yeah. You, you get you get what happens. Yeah. Uh, Never admit it. Just say, just pretend like uh, you guys just don't get it. That's a deep cut. Yeah, it's high level. It's highbrow comedy. Um, Ole Miss at Auburn. Auburn can potentially be highbrow comedy at times. Um, (laughs) Ole Miss coming off of a nice, healthy win against LSU that we discussed previously. Uh, They are road dogs going into Jordan Hare. The Tigers are favored by two and a half. And Logan gets to start. This line smells a little stinky to me. <laughs> um, but Auburn Auburn has been trending in a direction with some direction, if that makes sense. They 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 they're like <laughs> okay. I think Brian Harson is Brian Harson is rinsing the like frenetic devil magic Bo Nix-ness out of Auburn and he also kind might- of turning be out of a job in a couple of weeks depending this on this is true that might true. happen but for Some now for now he is out here coaching the boys and that's what we like <laughs> to see um but he uh yeah uh, anyhow auburn is like or more, more organized than before and on offense and defense especially on offense bonix has not been like wild card bonix uh except for occasionally against lsu we saw some flashes of that um, but we also know that you can score on LSU this year, it would appear. So, um, all that saying, I think I believe it'll miss their ability to run the ball and pass the ball. Uh, I, I think if they get into a track meet, um, Ole Miss has the distinct advantage in this game. Uh, getting some points there doesn't really dissuade me. What time is this game? 7 p.m. Ooh, ooh, Jordan Hare is going to be a rocking night game but, uh, at Jordan Hare. 
for Brian Harson's second to last home game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> they'll send him off with a bang. I don't know. I'll take Ole Miss. I just think I think they're better. Uh, their defense has been you know up and down this year, but like I said, Auburn doesn't really present a whole lot of schematic challenges uh, as I really perceive it right now. To the point where. Like, I think Auburn's going to – and even so, if Auburn gets to the point where they're scoring 40 points in this game, I think that that it probably means Ole Miss is scoring a lot of points in this game too. So, uh, I like Ole Miss. All right. Jason? Uh, yeah, I have the exact same thought. Um, I think Ole Miss can turn this into a track meet pretty easily, and I there's not many teams in the country I would take in a track meet over uh, Wayne Kiffin coached Ole Miss. Um, so – yeah, if Auburn can slow the or I guess shorten the game and like sit on the ball a little bit, I think they get an advantage back. But I, um, I don't know that they have the just like absolute sheer stubbornness to do that. And yeah, I, I see this being a bit of a start of a shootout. The over under is sixty six, um, and I think if they clear sixty five points, I think Ole Miss wins this game. So. All right. Uh, John Adams gold dollar tells me that I'm riding Ole Miss as well. Uh, so right. happy to be with the boys for this one. Also, um, I am a little concerned that we're going against home Bo Nicks and, uh, you know, chance for, True. for a signature win, uh, in, in front of the home fans, but, uh, signature win. Yeah. Lane, you know, Lane, I think is like fully ready like he's he's fully embraced heel lane at this point in the season like drop as many points as possible as quickly as possible deal mm-hmm. with the results later and i like that and i i like being on Run the side. quarterback 37 times in a game yeah sacrifice matt corral because we got I, john reese plum, plum yeah. we can pull from the slot. five five foot eleven hundred and seventy pounds soaking wet matt corral let's just yeah. throw, throw him in the meat grinder Yep. So that'll be an interesting one. I'm I'm excited to check that one out. Uh, yeah. SP Plus also likes Ole Miss in that one. So we got got mm. the numbers on our side as well. We'll uh, see. Okay, 7:30 p.m. We take it back to the B1G. Penn State at Ohio State in the Horseshoe. Penn State coming off of that dreadful, horrid, uh, just abysmal nine overtime experience in a home game they lost they lost that at home i think i don't remember where we were exactly logan when you pulled that score up were we in a cart or were we driving we and we have been driving home just debriefing yeah. on the games that had taken place but i like i thought it was a typo it's like 20 to 18 yeah nine first times spent a while trying to figure out what the score was at the end of regulation to get yeah. us to that and take some second, take some arithmetic to yeah get second i was like wait were they was that at illinois and when it was revealed that it was a home game for penn state that was even more shocking what became even more more shocking was that sean clifford played in this game it wasn't the backup <laughs> wasn't the backup qb who got thrown to the wolves in the iowa loss it was sean clifford doing all that nasty stuff also um, backup qb that backup, that poor backup QB. That was a tough. That was that yeah. was a tough hope performance. He's, hope he's doing better. Out of our boy. <laughs> yeah. that, not not inspiring off yeah. the bench. So all, uh, all this to, all this lead up to say, uh, Ohio State is favored by eighteen and a half at home yeah. versus the Nittany Lions, and Jason gets to start. 
Ah, we love giant lines. GLs. Kind of do, because they're like, they're, it's typically either not in doubt or kind of in doubt, you know? You rare, rarely like <laughs> sweating a big line for the entire game. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, man, that line sucks. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State because uh, earlier this week, James Franklin got asked by, I think, got asked about the USC job and said that he, his only focus was on Illinois. And so uh, that was this week. Or no, Indiana, maybe. I don't remember. One of the eyes, and he's going to the horseshoe. And he called it the big house. He said, we're getting ready to play the big house. So yeah, tough, tough performance, especially straight off the news that he just hired Jimmy Sexton as his agent, right? Yeah, so he just switched to Jimmy Sexton. Yeah, he had, totally, a, he had a fun, totally, fun totally not, there. Totally not, uh, you know, sidetracked at all. No, definitely not. So, I, I don't know. That line seems too big, but I'll take Ohio State to cover it. They're playing infuriatingly well right now. All right. John Adams, what do you got for me? Tails. I've got Penn State. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. James Franklin, super focused, going into the horseshoe. Sean Clifford looking to bounce back from, mm. you know, not not a great Saturday. So yeah, I think I think Ohio State is is fully back and out here to score points and and win games. Uh, and their defense actually has been like dramatically better since they they got old Kerry Coombs off the off the play calling sheet off the dentist and, sheet. Yeah, and Penn State, again, I mean, I don't want to, like, overdo approach and, and scheme and stuff, but, I mean, if if Sean Clifford is not scoring points against Illinois and is maybe still nursing an injury and, you know, things aren't getting easier against a talented Ohio State defense, um, you know, might be forced into a situation where he's got to throw a lot. It might, you know, things might not be going well. I just think, I think this is a boat race situation. Ohio State gets to the cover eventually. All right. And for the final game, we have the Who's. Yeah. Headed west Jordan. for the Bronco Ball. Bronco Bowl. Um, <laughs> this game, I believe, was supposed to take place like a, a year or two after Bronco got hired. And he basically said, like, we're not doing it that soon. Please, please push it back. Um, given, given the emotions and such associated uh, with a return to BYU, um, so yeah, I I'm I'm a little concerned about just kind of like that side of it, the like off the field, how how focused is the game planning? Because uh, like pretty much the whole staff that UVA has, like the majority of their coaching lives was spent at BYU for that chunk of time. Um, so you're going back to a place that was home for so long in a different capacity, viewing it through a different lens. You're going to have, I'm sure, friends and family and and such uh, vying for maybe time and attention as well. So just, like, got to be a weird scene. Um, BYU is favored by two and a half in this one. UVA is known to give up points, certainly. Uh, BYU elevation boys in this one. Um, so if if I was not on the coin, I I might be 
inclined, the coin. <laughs> inclined to take uh, the the uh, Cougs here. But we're going to ask John Adams what he thinks. And it's Virginia. I've, I've, oh, it I've got a run of tails, so it's go who's. Um, I think they can definitely win, uh, but I am interested whether or not the defense like can deal with the fast quarterback and how effective he is at this point in the year as well. So. Jaron Hall, right? Jaren 10, Hall. Yeah, 10.15 p.m. Eastern kickoff time. Oof, oof. Put a pot of, put a pot of coffee on, maybe, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Maybe, yeah, maybe is right. Um, did you know that, uh, I saw PFF College just tweeted this, that Dontavian Wicks and, and Keaton Thompson both are number one and two in, in all of college football. Most 15-plus yard catches this year. Virginia does Coach Higgins. Such a, a great job of involving Keaton Thompson in the game plan. In yeah. all, I mean, I know it's a, personally, I roll my eyes every time the announcers oh, are like, all on the, on the broadcast are like, you know, on the roster, this Keaton Thompson, they don't have him listed as a position. They just have him listed as football player, and that's what he is. But this guy is out here, like, catching passes in traffic with a full cast on one hand, like, which is ridiculous to see, first of all. And, like, they throw him the ball, like, all the time. They a lot. Give him, they give him direct snaps. They, like, run – they do the thing where it's like it's like a high school – it's like that that you have like that freak show guy in high school that like plays defensive end, but you like occasionally like let him take an end around. Like that's how he kind of looks like when he uh, gets going. He's a long strider, but he is so difficult to tackle. I'm like I'm exceedingly like Virginia has interesting like freaky guys on their team Athletes. that I'm not used yeah. to have Virginia having, and they're not even playing. Who's the wide receiver that's hurt? Uh, Lavelle Davis. Davis. Yeah, Lavelle like Davis is like six seven. Isn't even playing this year so far yeah. um so anyhow I, I just like you know shout out to uva they're, they're finally fulfilling my dreams of being like <laughs> mediocre and fun which is which is just i love it it's great to be here um i, I will take uva as well good rooting interest byu's been on a bit of a a, a run of some so-so play virginia has been playing a little bit maybe maybe better maybe. <laughs> i don't know living on a prayer a bit hopefully we don't get into a uh, onside kick roulette situation like we did last yes. week, but um, yeah, I just think I think Virginia's gonna be able to score thin air up there. You know, old, old boys can old boys can be out there flinging the rock. Love that. Uh, want to see the gigantic tight end get involved, Jelani Woods. Uh, this man again, another just huge guy. Just to, just to have just a huge guy rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. It's delightful to see. Uh, I have nothing to say about the defense other than. Good luck, and I hope yeah, that please blitz know. more. Yeah, yeah, just do something. Virginia needs to. If you're gonna give up yards. Do it in a volatile. Do it in an exciting way. <laughs> do it in a way that makes me your feel like we have back. a chance for negative plays. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the emotions are gonna be pretty weird. Broncos seems like uh, an unusually like introspective college football coaching experience, and I think that it'll be interesting to see maybe how he handles like the atmosphere in the game and stuff. Just just because it clearly means a lot to him, and it should. Um, but um, is he going to be welcomed home, do you think? How does that go? Is he is he persona non grata there right now, or does BYU care? I, I, the general sense I get is that he is viewed in a positive light still. Okay, sure. And there's no, like, there's no, oh, you, you traitor for, for leaving us. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he didn't go coach, like, Utah. 
Right. <laughs> that, <laughs> that could have been different. <laughs> that would have been a, a tough look. Um, similar vibes, though. <laughs> similar vibes, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like UVA. I, I will watch the abbreviated version of this game and hope that I know the result going into it so I can, you know, just happily rejoice <laughs> with all the bombs that are being thrown. Uh, but go who's? Mm-hmm. What you say, Krecky? I'm trying to figure out reasons to not make this a consensus pick, but I do think that it, it needs to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't be I scared. Think, I think Virginia's feeling it right now, and I think BYU's latest results have been mostly fine. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't inspire me to, to take them. I think Virginia's playing pretty well right now, and if they can – they can get a few stops. I think they can. I, there's another case of like if they, if things get into a shootout, I I like Virginia more than I like BYU. Yeah, sick. Here's here's to hoping. You know. Yeah. Virginia proved they can they can go out west and win a big game with Bronco. They <laughs> did, they did that out in Boise. So. That Boise that was an all time. The blue turf will never be the same after what Kurt Bankert did to it several years ago. <laughs> uh excellent all right cool well a slightly more uh fun weekend or interesting weekend i should say uh, ahead of us so looking forward to that um you know cocktail party doesn't have the, the same the same vibes this year but uh yeah. love to play love to play a spoiler role so we'll see how that goes um jordan what is just circling back around to uva so they're six and two mm-hmm. what is their conference record they lost to North Carolina. Both of their losses are conference losses. Okay. So they lost to UNC and to Wake Forest. Uh, so they need they need Pitt to do some losing. And they basically. play Notre Dame next week? They have a bye, and then, then they play Notre Dame on the 13th. Interesting. And then somebody – no, then they play Pitt, and then they play Virginia Tech. Got it. Interesting. Interesting close of the season there for the yeah, Hoops. It, some, it, could, it could, be a, could be a lumpy November, potentially. <laughs> uh, I would love to see a Pitt-Virginia just shootout, though. That would be pretty fun. Oh, um, yeah. Like, I mean, like Pitt's defense is 41, fine. 41, 35. Not, it's not, you know, this is not, you know, uh, you know old-school Pat Narduzzi is not walking through that door. That's really what no. I'm saying here. They, they so. finally got to where Matt Canada wanted to take them offensively. Oh, Matt Canada. I love Matt Canada references. They're one of the, the they 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 sustain me throughout this episode. So um all right, that's all I got. Any you guys got anything else? Any other fun plans for the weekend, Jason? Uh let's see. Dukes are at home. Oh yeah. That's right. Tell us about the Dukes. What have the Dukes yeah. been up to? It's the oh, it's against you know. the Elon Phoenix, right? It is against the oh, Elon Phoenix. Oh, that's a yeah, the sound, famously the sound that the Phoenix makes. Uh-huh. That's As the sound of the Phoenix ashes. rising. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah 2 p.m. Like at home. Busy weekend for your boy. Um, but how's bas- basketball started? Basketball has almost started. We have a women's exhibition on Monday. And then exactly a week till things get, get underway. Did uh, I see the Dukes were getting a little preseason love? Uh, probably. I don't know. Which which preseason love was this? I mean, I saw they. Uh, I saw there were some, some. What is it? The media picks for 
the CAA. They were oh, like the, the two. women came out today. The men come out tomorrow. Oh, it's okay. okay. Um, that's what I'll be doing as soon as I finish this recording. This podcast is finishing my work for that. Oh, uh, but yeah, the vote? Dukes are. You got to vote are, in that poll. I I do vote in that poll. Um, I don't get to vote for a JMU. Well, you know, um, can you can you levitard your vote to us and then let us <laughs> let us vote? Yeah, I'll run that by folks for next year. We right. want we love Drexel. I'm really, <laughs> let's go Dragons. Oh, dragons. Right? I on the Dragons this year. <laughs> Forget the Phoenix. I'm all in on the Dragons, baby. Mm-hmm. Philly Pride. Let's go. It is that's two mythical creatures in one in one conference. That's interesting. Yeah, what yeah, is Duke this? Dog. Westeros. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nerd. Nerd. Um, yeah, the Dukes will, the Dukes are getting picked pretty much consensus top half, so that's encouraging. Should be fun. That's good. What is the outlook on football? I mean, we got a few more football games to go in yes. the season. When do the playoffs four, start? Four regular season games left. Okay. So first we got round few. of playoffs is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, but that the eight buys get past that. So hopefully we're in the top eight. Is are things are things shaping up to go that way, or is there's if no, the season there's ended right now? Any, would be, like help they need, right? We'd be a top eight seed, seed right. right now if the season ended. So. Just got to take care of business. Yeah. You you control your own destiny and yep. hopefully three the last four at home. Enough. Oh. Could be good. Even more even more stress on the gates. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Gonna have to lock them. Well, go Dukes. Are we are we still getting uh regionally televised for for JMU football? Oh, yeah. or is that all all home games on NBC Sports Washington or nice. NBC Sports Washington Plus. Nice. So should be good. The the Dukes and the Who's are playing basketball on CBS Sports Network. Ah, so oh, that'll yeah. be a national broadcast. Logan, you'll get that game. Excited! I have, I do have the CBS Sports Network, yeah. so you'll get to see the Jercho's Center live and in <laughs> living color. <laughs> it's the Jercho Boys Center. <laughs> Jercho Boys, Boys Center. yes. Because Sorry. our our company will be the Jercho Boys. And yeah. A whole bevy of of no, different flavored meats. No and part cheese. of this feels right. It's like a portable, uh, you know, you like people like to set up funny uh, little charcuterie boards to and fro. Well, I know the concept. I'm, I'm saying, talking, not, saying I'm these talking, things out loud feels Are wrong. you on the keto diet? Do you not want to eat like a little? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could get Mark Schlereth to read our commercials. It'll be awesome. Stink. You know, he's available. God knows he doesn't have anything going on. <laughs> he's not busy these days. I saw him in Dulles Airport one time. Huh. Sure. He's my famous guy I saw at an airport. It's Mark oh, Schlereth. Uh, mine's Jim Furyk. Oh. oh. Well, it was in it was in the Jacksonville airport. And he lives in Ponte Vedra. So. Oh. I did see Fuzzy Zeller at a PF Chang's. Ooh. Yeah. That is an outstanding sentence that you just <laughs> <Yeah>. composed. <laughs> in Jacksonville. That's what. That's what. Well, obviously, Duval. Yeah, right. <laughs> Duval. Jordan, you got any? You're a, you're a Hoover and a shaker. Yeah. No, I. Les Miles at the Bellagio was my big one a couple of years ago. That's right. That was a classic, a classic uh, podcast bit for a while there. Les Miles at the Bellagio. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think I have any airport ones, honestly. Okay. Which is kind of disappointing because I've, I've tried to get you know in the airport, you know, over the past several years. Understood. Frequently, but. Not famous, but I have run into uh, former UVA tennis sensation Jarmir Jenkins 
like all over the United States. I have seen him hitting partner of Serena Williams. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. traveling professional traveling hitting partner of Serena Williams. At least he was uh, at most recent check in on old what Jeremy is up to. I think he lives fairly locally, as says Serena. Um, but I think uh, I saw him at a restaurant in Jupiter, and I saw him the night that UVA beat Purdue to go to the Final Four in New Orleans. Like that, like out in New Orleans. Like we dapped <laughs> so hard. A lot yes. of, a lot of. A lot of good drunken energy vibes there. He was happy to see us, which was great. Um, but yeah, I've seen him. I mean, like, what, I mean, I guess it's not out of the question that you might run into someone you know in New Orleans uh, in prime bachelor party season. But sure. still, it was a, uh, it was, it was a very random thing considering that. Uh, I think this guy like came to like my Bible study I went to in college like a couple times, you know, and was on the tennis team. I was a low key tennis junkie at UVA as well. Went to yeah. the Boar's the Boar's Head Center all the time to watch him play indoor. Love indoor tennis. What a lovely indoor complex they have. Oh my gosh, beautiful! Absolutely, you can get right there. Just really not the one. Not the one. uh, The courts are named after the guy from Dave Matthews, right? Yeah, the saxophone player guy, right? He he was big time, big time. He's got the. Well, he's got the tournament name now. He's a big tennis guy. Did he pass away? I think he might have. Well, sounds rings a bell. Preemptively, R.I.P. to the big homie. It was uh, uh, Boyd Tinsley. Yes. Ah, BT. It's a strong name, Boyd Tinsley. It is a strong Anyhow, name. all right, well, let's land the plane. It's been a good evening. Lovely. It's, I feel like we should clarify, did not pass away. <laughs> did not pass away. Okay, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. All right, shout out to Boyd. Keep boosting, keep boosting the tennis hoops. Well, pour Love one that. up for Boyd Tinsley then. Hmm, 100%. Uh, all right. Thank you for joining us. It's the Wheel Route Podcast. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. WheelRoutePodcast at gmail.com. TheWheelRoute.com is the website. You can stream the show there. You can also see the pick spreadsheet uh, live and in color uh, in case you really want to confirm that we are indeed as bad at this as we, uh, you know, joke about being. But uh, we're ready for bounce back. Anyhow, love you guys. Go Gators. Go Go Dukes. Go Dukes.